Today's mini-sode is sponsored by Honey and Rue. Honey and Rue is a monthly subscription box made by a chicken keeper for chicken keepers. Each month, the box includes products to help build up your poultry first aid kit, as well as new treats and coop products to keep your flock healthy and happy. And it shows up right to your door. And there is always something fun for the chicken keeper, too. So go to hennyandrue.com and save 10% off your first box using code DRINKANDFARM. And as a subscriber, you can also visit the hennyandrue.com shop to purchase select items and save 10% off everything. Sam? Oh, hey, Bev. What you drinking over there? I just officially switched from coffee to coffee beer. Yay! <laughs> it's noon. What's kind of coffee <laughs> beer, though? It's a Hus Brewing Coffee Kolsch. Oh, your favorite. It is. I only have one left in the fridge now. I figured I deserved it today. You know, I like to save stuff for special occasions, but life is a special occasion. So this is me enjoying life. There you go. What'd you open over there? You didn't open anything. What are you drinking over there? (laughs) So I'm having a Dole strawberry watermelon smoothie, and it's got strawberries, watermelon, banana, pineapples, and coconut. And then I put two cups of water in there and then two shots of... Some kind of vodka. Absolute vodka. That's what it was. And then two small packets of stevia in there. And that is Mm. my beverage of choice because, like you said, it's like noonish. And I felt like I should, like, hydrate and get some veggies while I drink. (laughs) Love it. That's perfect. (laughs) And welcome to We Drink and We Farm Things, the mini-sode. Yay! And we've been attempting to keep these mini-sodes more about you. And in today's mini-sode, we will cover a few can't-even-type things that have surfaced because of our listeners and a farm story voicemail from one of our listeners. That's right. If you haven't heard yet, we do have a voicemail set up. We have our very own phone number. So if you want to call in your stories, your can't-evens, or your questions, you can do so by dialing 401-426-3276. 401-426-FARM. Yes. So if you've been putting off typing your farm story because you don't want to type it all out, now you can call us and tell us all about it. Easy peasy. And we're going to play them on our mini-sodes when we have them. So uh, we'll also obviously take your stories, questions, and can't evens in written form too. And this episode's drink sponsor is Ashley Kiernan. So thank you so much, lady. And cheers. Cheers. All right, so our first can't even for this episode was posted in our Facebook group by Katie Montgomery, and uh, we'll put a link to all of these in the show notes, but this one features a little gosling going after a puppy. It's adorable. (laughs) And the puppy is what I imagine Timber looked like when he was a puppy, 
Because we got him when he was about like three and a half, four months old. So we missed the puppy puppy phase. And the goose is just really going after this dog um, in the most sweet and innocent way. And the puppy is just so curious and just really seems like he wants to play. And the goose is not having it. <laughs> goose is like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> So our next can't even is from our friend Sarah. We got to meet her over at Coop Camp. And her can't even this week is the cuteness of her hatches. And she says, we have four baby turkeys and one black chicken. Friday and Saturday, I had to make the choice on helping them out or not. And I chose to give them a chance at survival. And they're thriving. One chicken who hatched itself has passed, and we lost another for unknown reasons. We're happy these babies are healthy. It's been a stressful 24 hours. And she posted some really cute pictures of them, and there's cute little pictures of them in bunny ears. And it's just so adorable, and I can't even how cute it is, too. That's right. And I've saved a chick before, too. It's usually not recommended, but, I mean, I've done it. And it is very stressful trying to help them hatch with, especially if the membrane is like stuck to them and you're trying to like gently peel it off without pulling their little feathers out. It, oh, it's a, it's an ordeal, but that chicken is still alive. And of course he turned out to be a rooster. Oh, right. That's always the way it goes. Yeah. We had a rough hatch yesterday too. So sometimes those just end up happening. Um, mm-hmm. But I still think that the, cute baby fluffy chicks at the end are worth it even Mm -hmm. if everything didn't go exactly as you planned it to i agree our next can't even is from montana and she said i can't even so i and she tells us she supplies her local feed store with all kinds of products and she went in the other day and Um, she did her weekly inventory and they actually asked her to make some masks because they had a customer try to wear a hen saddle on her face as a mask (laughs) before realizing it wouldn't work. So needless to say, Montana made an awesome one for herself that is camo pattern and matches her hat. So that picture's in our Facebook group and you go girl. I think that's awesome that you're stepping up in doing that um, kind of pivoting a little bit from your normal to help people out. I think that's an awesome thing. And I'm seeing a lot of people and companies step up and do that. And it really makes me happy. Oh, yeah, for sure. And this picture actually reminded me, I think I'm going to order a mask from her because mine is all black. It's shaped exactly like that, but I look like a character from Mortal Kombat in it. So I'm really like, (laughs) I'm really uncomfortable in it. Like, I feel like people are staring at me because I look scary. But like, if I had a mask with chickens on it, it would be, you know, kind of hilarious. Oh, I totally agree. <laughs> I saw a really funny mask. This is a little off topic, but that's okay. It, well, it's about masks, so it's not totally off topic. I saw a really funny mask the other day that had little penises all over it. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> <laughs> and she said when people tell her that her mask is covered in penises, she tells them to back up because clearly they're too close. So genius. <laughs> yes, I saw that and it's perfect. I could. I, I feel like, you know, as an introvert, I would just want to wear that. <laughs> <laughs> get people to back off yeah <laughs> and our next can't even is also from montana and i think i saw this in the group once before mm-hmm. as well or i saw it somewhere Me i too. don't remember if it was in our group or not um but it is this kid 
that lassos a snake in the chicken coop coming out of a nesting box. Ugh. And he does it with his headphones, like his no. earbud headphones. And it's totally amazing. Like when I watched it, I was like, holy shit, I need to take lassoing lessons from this kid. Because like I legit need to learn how to do that because I'm never going to catch Percy again now that he's in the big pasture. <laughs> oh, but this no. kid can lasso a snake. A snake. Uh, it grosses me out that it's just one big nope not happening holy crap that kid is really talented nope rope and he's got like a big ass smile on his face when he's doing it too like he just knows it's gonna go viral and just break the internet yeah (laughs) and our last can't even for today is a doozy we actually got a heads up from uh, one of our Instagram followers. And that Instagram account that gave us the uh, heads up to look at this is zlee.cattle.co. And she said, Hi, I am sure you two are already aware of the super funny, super sweet, drunken comments of Martha Stewart on a video (laughs) of some baby (laughs) chicks in a brooder. Just in case, though, thought I'd send it your way. Love your show. And no, I had not seen this. I hadn't seen it either. (laughs) So what happened, and we'll link to the post that Martha Stewart commented on, as well as an Apple News News article that was shared in our Facebook group right after we got this message this morning. Um, And the Instagram post is from the best little hen house in Texas. And she's talking about how it's remarkable how quickly chicks turn into chickens and how quickly they grow and outgrow their brooder. And Martha frickin' Stewart decided to comment. I'm guessing she probably found it from, like, hashtags or something. But Martha goes, copycat, copycat, copycat. Lots of exclamation points. (laughs) What does that even mean? I don't know. (laughs) But then she says, M as me, sure, you feed and water them daily and keep the heat less as no BK and S as and when you can finally come back to New York City, who is going to care for them? Hold on, marks. we we got to read that in drunk voice. Oh, Mrs. Sure, you feel why daily make the heat assist because you can finally come back to New York City. Who's gonna care for them? <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. And then at some point, Martha Stewart in a not so drunk voice comments, "What a mess I have been drinking." <laughs> <laughs> My favorite, though, is someone commented to her drunk post and was like, at Martha Stewart, instructions unclear. I'm now a chicklet. And that just made me laugh way too hard. (laughs) Instructions unclear. (laughs) And then somebody else commented and said, just when I thought I could not possibly love you, as in Martha Stewart, more, you proved me wrong. I often find myself giving advice on how to take care of friends brooding chicks and stressing about who will care for them when they come visit. And definitely when drinking. <laughs> oh, so that's what she meant. She wanted that person to come visit her. I guess And she wanted so. to know who was going to take care of them when that person came to visit her. That's hilarious. Okay, now that comment makes so much more sense. So she actually knows this person. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know because I'm looking at this Instagram account. I wonder if Martha follows her now. I feel like <laughs> if she's not, that is a lost, sad thing. 
Yeah. Yeah, Mar- Martha Stewart follows her now, so there's that. Maybe they Perfect. do know each other. <laughs> it's so good. Martha Stewart, you know, people will say things like, I'm not as great as Martha Stewart, but you know what? She's just like the rest of us. She puts her pants on one leg at a time and drinks her wine in mass quantities. <laughs> <laughs> and comments on Instagram posts. Yes. So we're basically the same person. Basically. (laughs) I mean, but I haven't gone to prison, so. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I forget that sometimes. (laughs) And our last thing for this mini-sode is a farm story from our friend over at Six Paws Rescue. She left us a farm story on our voicemail, and we're going to play it for you right meow. This is Vanessa at Six Paws Farm and Animal Sanctuary. Um, I, uh, let's see, it's uh, early on a Monday morning, and um, our new uh, animal to the farm, Miss Cordelia, arrived yesterday, and it was a, a long day. But a, but a good day, and um, so I'm just kind of really still from the emotion of it all, and I wanted to just send this voicemail for the first time instead of writing it all down because I'm exhausted and don't feel like typing everything. And um, and I just wanted to share that everything went so well yesterday, and she, um, I think she's still asleep because she stayed up late into the night uh, exploring her new enclosure um, and her new home, and um, it's just very exciting to be able to you know, take in um, this a new animal, like a new species to the farm. But it also was really imperative that um, that I try to understand. And, and it's a new, it's a new thought and a new emotion. And I don't know if anybody else has kind of gone through this, but, um, you know, she, unlike some of the other animals that we've brought into the sanctuary part of the farm, um, you know, Cordelia does not come from a bad place or a bad background. She's not been abused. She's not been neglected. She's not been abandoned or anything like that. And it's just kind of, um, it's just kind of inspiring and, and it's heartbreaking a little bit that sometimes people, um, you know, they, they aren't able to continue to care for the animals. Um, like in Cordelia's circumstance, her caretaker was moving um, to a new job. Uh, his wife got a new job, and he was moving with his wife, and they just weren't able to continue where they're going. They don't have the land or, or anything to be able to keep her. And so um, he was looking for the best place for her, and uh, and it was actually kind of eye-opening in that he was, he was calling several um, pig rescues and, and pig sanctuaries for, for the potential for her to go somewhere where she wouldn't, you know, she'd be taken care of. Um, but they only take in cases where, um, it's a, it's a, a lot of them only took in cases where it's a neglect or abuse or, or what have you. And so he was having a hard time finding a place for her. And, um, and it's just, it's a reminder that sometimes people are just looking for, um, the best place to put, um, to, to leave their animals knowing that they're going to be cared for as well as they can care for them, you know, in their current capacity or in their previous capacity. And, um, and it was just, a, it's a lot of emotion. And, um, and it, I just know that you guys are the type, uh, and, and the listeners of the podcast are the type of people who can kind of understand some of that emotion and understand that, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking for him. All right. So I think 
maybe Vanessa might have gotten cut off a little bit and our, our limit on voicemail might be three minutes and we found out the hard way. So Vanessa, if there was more to that story, you can call back and leave us a continuation of that message and we'll play it on the next mini-sode. But I think we got the point. And it's something that I didn't really think of before either, that some rescues won't take like a, a, a normal situation like that one where they're just moving and they couldn't find the space. They can't take them with her. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Well, and I think it's also important too to have compassion with people because I watched the video of him dropping Cordelia off, you know, and it was, you know, he was heartbroken to be leaving her behind. You know, he raised her and he loved her and I don't think he wanted to have to move without her, but Sometimes as people, there are just a lot of things that are outside our immediate control. And it's not so easy to just be like, oh, well, just don't take that job and stay where you're at so that you don't have to get rid of your animals because animals are for life. And, you know, when we get animals, we do intend for them to be for life. But sometimes that's just not always possible. So I'm really happy that she was able to take her because Mm now he can move you know, and start the next chapter of their lives without feeling guilt, right. you know, about Cordelia. And it, and that's that's really important because, you know, you see those things on Facebook all the time oh, about, yeah. you know, like, I'm an all-the-time dog. And, and, like, there are people that do irresponsibly purchase animals. We know Absolutely. that because we see them at the shelter. But that's just not always the case. So... Thanks for sharing that story. I think it's important to know things like that so we can be empathetic with each other. I agree. And I think that just as a whole, like you really need to know people's story before you can put out a blanket statement and just judge them. And that goes for everything, not just this situation. Yeah, everything is just, it just goes to show everything's just more complicated. Yes. I think. Yeah, it's going to be. I, I think that if I had to like have a motto or something that I say an awful lot, like one of them would definitely be like, it's just more complicated than that. Yeah. <laughs> or it's not that simple. That's or, another version of that. <laughs> don't be a dick. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to say that a lot in the early episodes. We haven't said that in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely feeling that right now with all the coronavirus shaming that I'm seeing on Instagram from all sides of the spectrum it's just like okay at the end of the day there's a lot of shit going on we all process it differently and you if you're gonna be a keyboard warrior about it that's your mo but really we should just focus on not being a dick and being kind to each other and just being reasonable and i'm not seeing a lot of that i've been going on like an unfollow unfriend party on instagram and facebook because people just can't handle themselves and I can't handle seeing that level of behavior because it just stresses me out and I have no room for it. So it's we're back in don't be a dick season, I think. <laughs> I like it. Well, it's important to remember that we can only control what we can control. And, you know, you can control what you see in your newsfeed by yeah. unfollowing those people. So yeah. absolutely. I think that's a super healthy way to take care of that because you're right. People that people that are doing things differently or maybe doing things that 
you may not agree with, you can't do anything about, but you don't have to be witness to it so that it doesn't stress you out and make you go down that what if path or, you know, like, I don't know. I think Sam, you and our minds brains like do the same thing where as soon as something happens, like it just like shoots so far in the future that it gets like ridiculous, but then I get anxiety and I like can't breathe. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just not necessary. I don't need to see things that cause that. So I right. think that's genius. <laughs> and I think too, it's like you have absolutely every right on your Instagram, on your Facebook, because of freedom of speech to act as much of an asshole as you want to. I'm not taking that away from everybody. What I have a problem with is when I make a post on some on social media like Instagram, and pour my heart out about how I feel about something and then somebody swoops in clearly not reading past the first sentence it just berates me now that person has removed herself and I have since removed that comment because it's not constructive and all of my followers behaved and did not engage which yeah. thank you for that because I was a little worried I was because I was like I'll just let my followers deal with this if they want to um, but I could tell by some of the other comments that they had seen that but it's just, I'm not going to play into it because that person is obviously very terrified in the situation and it would not have been constructive for me to engage in that. So because it's my page and I'm allowed to do what I want to do, I did get rid of that comment. So just be kind to each other. And if you see something you don't like, just keep scrolling. It's not hard. Yeah, that was really hard for me. I wanted to comment on it. But then <laughs> after too. you and I had a conversation about it, because you and I text about it and you actually handled it really well. Like... I was having a bad day, so I was like, <laughs> F that person. <laughs> and you were like, no, no, she's clearly just really upset. I was like, oh, oh, I definitely wait. had an F I that person engage. feeling. <laughs> and it actually did bother me for like 30 minutes. Yeah. And Matt could tell like something on my face and I just told him like what it was. And it felt stupid saying it out loud. Like I made an Instagram post about how I'm irritated that I can't buy garden supplies right now. And other people are irritated because they're like, it's not time to put, it's not time to garden. It's too cold. Well, I have seeds started in my basement. (laughs) Like that's where my (laughs) brain was at. And like, this is the first year that I've successfully started seeds and I'm having sprouts. And that just encourages me to want to go out and get more peat pellets and other things to kind of keep going and kind of space out how I'm growing things. But I literally can't go buy it from the cheapest source right now because of the orders that are in place by our governor. And I was frustrated by that. And I'm allowed to be frustrated by that, even if it's just for a minute or if somebody thinks it's like insignificant. So what's frustrating is somebody came at me thinking that I wasn't thinking the bigger picture. And that's not true at all. Yeah. So. No, you're just frustrated. And you're yeah. allowed to be. I thought I made a good follow-up post of my own, though, to stuff You like did. That, so. You stuck it to the man in the opposite way. <laughs> but it sounds stupid telling my husband, oh, somebody's bullying me on social media. Like, but it's a real thing that happens all the time. And I think a lot of people are just hurt or scared when they're doing that and that I had to talk myself down. Definitely bothered me, though. Yeah. It's that whole guilt-shame cycle that, you know, I'm already struggling with. I don't need somebody else's help. <laughs> Yeah, I have a hard time with that too. And whenever I get stuff like that, I kind of like shut down and like don't post or interact or respond for a few days, which kind of sucks because that's the place that I like to hang out when I'm winding down and a lot of my friends are there. So yeah, 
it just kind of like steals some joy out mm-hmm. of that for me, which is kind of a bummer that I let somebody else do that to me. But um, I think what you did was the right thing. Thanks. It definitely yeah. takes practice to not let it bother you. And a little deep breathing. <laughs> a lot. Maybe some alcohol, too. <sighs> All right. Well, thank you for listening to our impromptu coronavirus corner. That, <laughs> was, not, that was not even in the notes. <laughs> but make sure you hit the subscribe button and download the episode when you listen so more people like you can find us. And don't forget to give us a call. You can call us at 401-426-3276, which is also 401-426-FARM, because you can leave us a voicemail of whatever you want. Yes. We'll take it. Yes. Please don't berate us about me being upset about seats, though. We oh, will yeah, play no. that, and <laughs> people will hear that, but we don't want we don't want to do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I meant like, you know, things that Farm they actually want to share. Yeah, yeah. questions. <laughs> <laughs> and do us a favor and share this episode over on Instagram and the stories and tag at Drink and Farm. We will send you a promo code that is just for this for this episode to give you a percentage off in our shop. And don't forget to take a look at the show notes for links to our social media, all the can't evens and everything we talked about today. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed our mini-sode. And until next time, drink, farm, and give zero clucks. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. We drink things. We farm things. We drink and farm things.